What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 176 and in this one we're going to talk about uh the pretty positive day that we saw i mean i'd, I'd call it unusually positive uh if you ask me and uh, if you're wondering why that is just stay tuned and i hope you listen to the entire thing and uh, i'm sure you'll find out and uh yeah that's uh let, let's get started now and just just a quick note make sure you're listening to this episode at a speed you're comfortable at i personally prefer 2x uh but you know whichever whichever you find the best so let's get started looks like this time we have the fi's and the di's both being buyers in this market 722 crore fi buying happening 78.67 crore di uh, buying happening and uh, this is this is very interesting to see because up until now the fi's have typically been sellers and the di's have been you know buying at a higher quantity uh, this time the roles have pretty much reversed which is uh, a very very you know interesting sign to me because uh, it's it's something quite unusual in my opinion and uh, we are seeing nifty resting at 9553 and it's up 172 points so just under 2% up and the high that it has made is 9599.85 so that 9600 psychological resistance is very evident here and uh, if you recall you know this is actually a very important level in general for us and i had said earlier that 9582 or so is a resistance zone for nifty and uh, it's it's pretty much stuck uh, to that level almost to the t and this resistance zone is actually one of the previous candles which had opened at a gap up if you look at 16th march 2020 you'll understand what i was talking about so uh, that is where nifty has stalled at right now and it is pretty relentless in its movements for the day but we'll speak about that when we come to the indices segment for now though looking at the exchange wide data and just the market snapshot as a whole we can see that it wasn't just nifty or it wasn't just a few handful of few stocks which uh, went up it was it was pretty apparent that the market in general had a more of a bullish uh, view because we can see the ad ratio is quite high as well which means that there were quite a few gainers for the day exchange wide as far as the broad market indices are concerned we can see the large caps being better quite better actually considerably better than the small caps mid caps performed all right nothing too um nothing too shabby nothing too good it's just somewhere in the middle here sectoral indices we can see banking and finance doing amazing once again and uh, i think this is the third or the fourth day in a row where they've just outperformed pretty much every other segment uh if we look at it realty is slowly slowly catching up i think it's could be because ibel housing finance went up or something because you know ibel housing finance it's technically an nbfc but then you know housing finance might have some relation uh, i assume 
so if it doesn't then don't quote me on it but it might just have some relation so uh with that dealt with i just want to talk about some gainers and losers of nifty and this is a very unusual thing i used to do this a lot earlier but then i stopped because things just got repetitive but today i feel it's very important to just look at the gainers and losers once and the reason for that is that i feel today uh the gainers for nifty were not as strong as they typically are we are seeing hindalco adani ports being the top gainers hdfc sure it's a heavyweight but then we have gale and hcl tech so they aren't particularly heavyweights in you know stocks which tend to move nifty in one direction or the other especially when it's faced with such high resistances so it's very interesting to see how a lot of very important stocks like uh you know industrial bank which has the tendency to move nifty at times because of the extreme movements nestle india which also has the tendency to move nifty kotak bank which also partially can move nifty uh titan which has moved nifty in the past they were all negative but then nifty was just zooming ahead and uh, the only real positive stocks which could really move nifty were hdfc bank and hdfc both of which were positive to start with so I'm not quite sure what the exact reason for Nifty going up by this much is and I'm definitely not quite sure if uh, you know the underlying stocks were that strong and that highly weighted for it to actually you know pull Nifty this much but it's definitely something that we are seeing Hexaware has a price spurt has a volume spurt my bad and I think this is post its result or you know I think the result is today 29th day so I think uh pre result this is probably people expecting a good result or something which is why we are seeing a hexaware quite high volumes price spurts we can we can't really see a lot of well known stocks so perhaps it's best to skip that and i'm looking at the highs lows and the large deals right now we can see uh the typical stocks that that are usually here ruchi soya is once again on this list 393 it's been really a wild ride so far i'm very curious to see what it's uh charts are looking like uh looking at the bulk deals we can see a few slightly well known stocks some stocks from yesterday ibel housing finance has a lot of uh, you know larger trades happening today so does rbl bank so does scient scient if you remember yesterday i think it was one of the poor performers and uh, no block deals right now short selling yes there's a new short there are two new shorts initiated it looks like the date is 22nd april 2020 HDFC Bank and Tata Steel. So, uh it's pretty interesting to see that happening. USD INR possibly one of the most interesting uh things to talk about right now because it has opened with a massive gap down. I don't think we've seen a gap down this big since uh 23rd April or so, which is a very news-based and news-dominated event, I think. Uh but right now it is resting at 75.67. So, that steady downward pattern that we were talking about yesterday looks like it's continuing and it has finally broken that 76 mark uh it does have sufficient support at this level so whether it can sustain it or not is a completely different thing altogether but we can expect resistances right around 75 89 and so on with supports around 75 60 uh, and 75 45 approximately so that's possibly A, a reasonable enough range for USD INR for the coming few uh few hours or so 
looking at WTI and Brent crude, WTI is up 18.23%. It is at $14.59 per barrel and Brent is at 22. So both, are, both looks like they are stabilizing, possibly short covering also happening after the initial uh, positive movement. So it's a pretty cool thing to see. I'm trying to check out the daily chart if I can find it here. It's, it's actually just loading right now. It's taking a bit of time. Uh, so, you know, yeah, just checking it out right now. And we can see that initially it it went up quite a lot. Looks like people, you know, the bulls were finally, uh, the bears were finally getting exhausted. It went up. Then uh, possibly short, uh, you know, the the... How can I forget that term? I just literally just spoke about it. Short covering, there it is. Possibly some short covering happening later on as well. Anyway, though, let's move to the indices now. Alright, so I'm looking at Nifty's intraday chart here and Nifty's daily chart. Uh, but I think I'm going to switch things up a little bit in that I might just look at Nifty's future or, you know, pretty much any indices uh, future because... What happens is that uh, the trades that I had taken today, I wouldn't have typically taken them had I was, uh, if I was actually looking at the future because, um, you know, it the entire scenario sort of changes and the difference was quite evident, especially when we factor volume into the equation, which is a very important thing, uh, you know, when you want to decide which side of the market uh, you are in versus which side of the market the market wants to go. So uh, I feel that, Considering that I might just uh, switch to the future charts for a bit, of course, the volume data for, I think, at least one week or so might be a little bit different because right now people might start, uh, you know, uh, switching their positions from April to uh, May. I, I completely forgot that term as well. <laughs> but, uh, you know, as a result, the May future volumes are also going to spike. So those things might happen in a few days, but then once we are well into the May, uh, you know, series, we might actually see some good volume indications being given to us. So that's just one point that I thought I'd mention here. But anyway, looking at the intraday chart, we can see that Nifty was quite positive for the most part. We can see crazy resistance uh, to it around R2, which is actually where I thought that it might turn down and sort of, you know, go the bearish route but clearly it did not it continued climbing and uh, you know it, it was pretty much relentless until well after r3 where it sort of kissed the 9600 level and then went down by a little bit not a lot just a little and on the daily chart it has kissed that 9582 line that we were talking about earlier which is the resistance line uh, now talking about resistances the very first one should probably be coming at around 9760 or so which is where um, you know, it's got a 50 MA uh, resistance and after that we are probably looking at, uh, you know, 9800s to 9900s approximately. And uh, the big resistance is obviously going to come at that 10K mark and depending on what kind of volumes and what kind of momentum it has, it might just breeze through it as well. So don't, don't have that sort of, uh, you know, thought in mind that it might definitely turn back from 10K. There's a very good chance that it might, but it is entirely possible that it just, you know, absolutely demolishes that level too. Uh, and the reason why I talk about that is because sim something similar happened today as well. If you remember, 9400 has been rejected so many times till date that one would have thought that, you know, 9400 is pretty much like the limit. 
and then came 9550 which was a lot of level for a few people uh, which was a good important level for a lot of people but then that was also breached and you know right now we are looking at it right around right above 9550 or so so there's a good chance that it might take resistance there's a good chance that it might not as is the case with all of these things and uh, yeah that's my take on nifty's charts now intraday movements today actually traded nifty which is why i can give you some sort of an idea about nifty and some of you know other related stocks which i also traded uh the very first observation that i had is it seems that you know despite uh the buyers being you know in lesser number it's it almost seemed like the buyers had more control this time the bulls had more control this time because even though the buys even though the you know absolute prices for the bigger uh, deals were lower down you could see that it was just going up and i'm not quite sure how the exact dynamics were working but you could very well see that the bulls were th- pretty much throughout in control of the market today at least on icici bank which is one of the stocks that i traded today it, in fact it was the only stock that i traded today but it was one of the instruments that i traded today so i'll just try to give you a very quick volume thing if i can and we can see very clearly that you know the bulls were just extreme high volumes whereas the bears were slightly minor volumes except after you know around uh, 1450 or so which is 250 pm after that candle is when the bulls actually is when the bears actually started taking control for a bit so uh, all of that is pretty well demonstrated on the volumes and uh, that's something to consider and also now if you look at nifty here uh, we could see that you know the movements seem to be slow now i feel that slower movements can be a sign of weakness which is a thought that i always had you know i always felt that when the movement is very slow it's typically a sign of weakness weakness which is why i uh, was in a bearish position right around r2 but then i was proven wrong because you know even though the movements were slow and the movements continued to be slow for the better part of the day right until 2 pm or so uh the moves that followed were very strong and the direction it was taking was also very strong so possibly slow movements are not just uh, a sign of weakness they might also be a sign of slight indecisiveness followed by just gathering enough steam and gathering enough strength so that's that's something also which i uh felt you know could could be an interesting observation here and yeah with that let's move to my trades one little note i'm adding after i'm done recording the entire episode i was looking at uh, you know nifty's volumes and they look like they are shrinking quite a lot so uh, i'm i'm very i'm i'm sort of wondering if uh, this is because it's it's nearing the expiry or because it it was more of you know retail players this time because i was looking at um, you know the market depth and at that time it appeared as if uh, there were more of smaller orders except for a few here and there so very curious if that is the case or if if that is in the case and it's just something to think about because if it is not uh, you know a, a very well supported uh, rally that happened then there's a chance that we might just see a reversal happening soon but if if this was if this rally was well well supported by the bigger players then of course it it is probably a completely different thing altogether also one additional thing uh bank nifty is at its 0% level so it's right at its swing high at 21 462 was the previous high 
so make sure that uh, your you know your sights are set at it and uh, it was quite a range today 1000 point range so it's probably probably going to be uh, pretty wild for for the next few days possibly and in case you're wondering bank nifty i haven't completely ignored it at all it's just that the movements in general were very similar bank nifty was slightly more bullish and i think to an extent bank nifty was also pulling nifty up uh, but then if you look at the charts you know the resistances and the general weakness signs of weakness followed by a very you know sharp up move is very similar to what we saw with nifty as well so that's the reason uh, for that i haven't forgotten it so don't worry but my trades for the day icici bank i was short icici bank the trade basis being it was below the moving average it was below previous close it took it took very good resistance at the previous close initially we could see based on the chart uh, based on the candle patterns on the short patterns and uh, then you know once that was breached i was looking at a cip to the pivot point approximately as my stop loss but then it it did take some sort of resistance at that so i i was like all right you know looks like it's it's just going in my direction and that is when it took support at the previous close which is why i exited it right around there it's a good thing i exited because you know had i not then i would have really paid the price very dearly uh one mistake that i made is that i switched from icici bank to a uh, two nifty's put i felt that you know there was a limited risk and a higher possibility a high probability of a return you know completely based on the points that i had mentioned earlier but clearly i was sort of proven wrong this time uh, as a result my loss really piled up compared to what would have happened had i just stuck to icici bank and uh, i feel that you know in hindsight icici bank would have been a amazing uh, sort of candidate for re-entry uh, even on the long side and the short side because you know things really really look good and it really hasn't uh, disrespected the 50ma that much so it, it could have been a good candidate i feel so of course that is all in hindsight but then hindsight 2020 is a good thing because that helps you learn lessons so uh, yeah that was the lesson for the day also i gave you a lot of observations today so i'm i'm counting those lessons as well so anyway that's it for this episode and do remember hul reliance those two have their results tomorrow and uh, you might you might just see some wild movements because tomorrow is also a monthly expiry so uh, you know underlying stocks also might fno stocks basically might have their expiries as a result the movements might be a little bit wilder so uh, be cautious and happy trading tomorrow i hope you found this helpful and informative see you in the next one mm-hmm.